Welcome back to another episode of Husbandos. This week we're going to do uh, my pick, Planetarian. I'm Jeremy, I'm the host this week, and with me is Kevin. Hey! And Scott. What up, sucker? Yeah, so this week, this might be the f- first time, although we did do a, a, that short I picked before, that to the stars or distant stars or whatever, so maybe I'm wrong about this, but this Planetarian is an ONA. So original net animation. So that might be the first time we're doing an ONA for anyone I who cares. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, a little background on Planetarian. Um, it's sort of a franchise. It kind of, it kind of originally was a visual novel, but it was a um, a visual novel where you didn't have any choices. I read on Wikipedia the the uh, developer. The creator said um, it's a kinetic visual novel, <laughs> which basically means all you do is read. Uh, but it was real popular. I'm curious, this... like how much did it, did you look at how much it costs the, the visual novel? Um. Oh, I had at one time. I you know what I. Oh, go ahead. Keep keep talking. You, I'll find it. Yeah. yeah. If you want to look it up, go for it. I think it. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's equivalent to those. That, you know, kind of expensive in my book, but anyways, yeah, this one's uh, a f- five-episode adaptation of the visual novel that was released on the net, and uh, so the total runtime's only like an hour and a half, two hours, I think, something like that, um, and this one's sort of like a sci-fi slash sli- slice of life, that's how I'm going to describe it anyways, um, so... Just to kick things off, uh, I always just tend to ask you guys your general general take on it, like whether you liked it or not. Uh, so, uh, Kevin, what do you think about it? Well, my first impression from the poster was really bad. I thought it was some kind of uh, stupid lolly bait, but it <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't that bad. Uh, it it's kind of neat. I can see the appeal. They're they're going for something, uh, you know, you don't see every day, uh, with a with the usual slice of life, uh, fanfare mixed in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Can confirm it's not. <laughs> if anyone thinks that, I suppose. Do Do you think it carries that aesthetic just on the poster? That look to it. I don't know. So. I I wouldn't say so actually, not necessarily no. That's kind of funny. It's like that's typically lolly bait right there. <laughs> but um, all right. Um, I know and I know we we because we did what did we do last week? Anohana. I'm getting all kinds of confused now. I don't know if we're do are we do. I don't I don't I don't but, know if we should call the shows like weekly anymore. They're just kind of they just kind of pop up whenever. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, well, that's that's kind of my bad. I'll we'll have to get to editing, you know, get on, stay on the editing track. But uh, anyways, um, uh, man, I am really brain dead. I told Scott before we came on I was going to be a little bit brain dead tonight, and uh, it's proving to be that way. Uh, Scott, you know, uh, the um, 
Plantarian, what do you think of it in general? Uh, generally, I, I'd have to agree with Kevin. Looking at the poster, it's a, it's a bit misleading. Uh, unlike Kevin, I was a bit disappointed it wasn't lolly bait. Uh, mm. Bottom ching. Just kidding. Um, I, I think it, I think it was okay. Right, it was okay. Uh, I watched all five episodes. How many did you guys watch? Uh, I watched three. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. Yeah, so episode three was kind of a bit of a catching point, but you know, it was the overall. It's just kind of I don't know on a scale of one to ten, probably six. It was it was just kind of okay, right? <clears throat> I think um, when it comes to that stuff, um, it's older. So what is this? Twenty sixteen, I think it came out, and it was it was really favorable according to the you know the numbers here. I'm looking at it on like Annie List and on Wikipedia. But I did read through some reviews. Like I was just skimming through my anime list, dot uh, net or whatever, and I did see kind of a similar sentiment. To what you just said, Scott. It's interesting because I read and they're like, yeah, I think I outgrew this or I just don't care about it as much as I thought I did now because of the world of anime we're in now. And it got me thinking along that. And I'm like, eh, I'm like, I don't know. I liked it. I kind of like, I guess it definitely is not quite as, it doesn't. It doesn't capture. It doesn't uh, capture you in the way like certain like cry porn and stuff does today. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I, I I think I I think a good label for it for me would be wasted potential. Right? There's a really cool like backstory. Uh, well, something that I find appealing. Right? Apocalyptic sort of entertainment media. I I really I eat that shit up normally. Uh, but they didn't really take take that uh, they didn't really like sort of uh, flush that part out very much right uh there's portions of the show where he, you know uh what's i don't even know his name mr customer he just like was walking through the city with uh with the the robot and you know there could have been some neat interactions with like other junkers or you know the little shit can robots that were chasing him in the beginning there could have been something there could have been just way more uh, but instead, it was kind of this. Um, the story just kind of felt forced throughout the wow. whole thing, and really, very because uh, I watched all five, and it just it felt kind of forced, and it was super predictable. By episode three or four, I was like, "She's gonna die," mm -hmm. uh, and that's... I super dislike. I dislike when I can do that. Wow, that's really funny because that's also what the one reviewer I read said. They they said it was they said it felt forced. I'm like, hmm. <clears throat> well, let's back up a little bit. What do each of you think about what it, the show was about? Like, what was it about? To you? Well, let me let me let me not try to pigeonhole it. Let me just say, what was the show about to you? In your eyes, what was the show about? Hmm. That's it. That's a good question. Yeah, that's a really good question. I think it's a uh I think it's it's really like the sort of message that was told through uh uh Yumemi the the robot was uh people kind of getting caught up in their 
uh, sort of adult lives and uh, becoming very utilitarian, like hyper utilitarian to where beauty no longer makes much sense. Um, and so here is the, the Mr. Customer guy. What's his, what's his name? Kazuya. I don't even think, why is he named Kazuya? I don't even think they actually named him. Yeah, I think show. I think I think originally he wasn't because this was based off of a visual novel where where you were the where he's the protagonist and that's who you oh, were. Oh, okay. So I think that's why that's where the name comes from. Gotcha. Um, but he, you know, he's in this bleak place, uh, and his job is to be a junker, which is basically to go around and salvage stuff. Uh, and he's a big time alcoholic, by the way, which I th- I thought was funny. But um, side note, <laughs> but uh. You know he's he's a junker, and, and so his job is to go through the, like the remnants of civilization and find things that are worth something and and sell them. Um, and so he stumbles on this department store, which I thought was kind of funny, um, and I, which also kind of uh, not kind of, but that really also folds into the to the message that I'm talking about now. Um, he he comes to this department store, and there's there's this robot all of a sudden, and all she cares about is sharing the beauty of the stars in this planetarium. Um, and at first he's like, basically he's like, fuck off, I don't care. Uh, but she kept talking and she kept like insisting that she, that, that he watches her show. And throughout the, sh- the episodes, he slowly starts to remember when he was a kid and he could still see the stars, right? And uh, And so I think what it was really about was just the appreciation of uh stepping back a bit and actually enjoying the beauty that's around you um and, and i think that was the message right there's a lot of other sort of like smaller uh strings that you could follow with like you know hum- like ro- robots and humanity much like we were when we were talking about um vivi mm-hmm. you know you can you can sort of weave some of that stuff in but i think the overall message was just chill, man. Because it, it really, one of the positive aspects of the show was, I used to, when I was a kid, I used to sit in, in my dad's, my dad's front yard. I would think I was like 13. Um, he had one of these electric boxes, like uh, uh, right outside of his front yard. And I used to sit on top of it with my friend. And we used to stare at the sky and, and just talk about how cool it would be to go into space, right? Um. And so I do have an affinity for looking at the night sky, but I realized, I was like, wait, I haven't really done that very much. Like, I have a telescope downstairs that I take out maybe once a year, but, you know, it normally collects dust. But I'm, I'm really, like, as, a, as, a, uh, uh, as an individual, I'm really fascinated with the night sky just, just because. And so uh, that part really did resonate with me because I was like, oh, you know, it made me realize, like, I, it's been ages since i've stopped and just looked at the sky like that you know and i live in a very urban area so the night sky for me is like two twinkles of the brightest stars and that's it uh, yeah yeah <laughs> you know I, I i just as a side note i do remember a bit of that too because i was i grew up in pennsylvania and in a real rural area so and especially if we went to visit my grandparents where they lived i mean it really afforded a great view because we were, I mean, it was freaking like the Waltons, man. It was like going out into the Waltons 
you know, just nothing there, just on top of a mountain. Yeah, there's a, when I was in, a, 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 if, for the listeners that, that don't know, I was in the Army for, for a bit. And when I was in Afghanistan, right, they, they don't have, I was in the mountains a lot, like around the Paki border, and there's no lights, like zero. And I remember uh, just walking outside and just staring at the sky. Because you could see clearly, like the 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 strip of the Milky Way, and you know all that stuff, and it was it was a really really very beautiful, um, and kind of humbling experience to be out there and be able to see all that stuff. So, that's kind I don't of know. Cool. Yeah, I don't maybe, know. If... Maybe that's what you know. That's what this planetarium was supposed to kind of. Yeah, I think that's exactly what, upon. exactly what what it was. Yeah. What about you, Kevin? Like, oh, I, I don't know. I think I, it was about a robot that kind of malfunctioned, and the dude that was looking for junk became a bond of that robot, and then you know took a shine to the malfunction, shine yeah, and fixed things, and enjoyed the results of fixing that those things. Spoken like a true German. <laughs> <laughs> I think, in my mind, um, I had to I had to really kind of stew over it a little bit because I I also felt like it seems real simplistic, but I think it's kind of maybe what it is supposed to be. And I and so I looked through some reviews to get kind of other people's opinions and. A lot of people were just talking about how they liked it. They were just they were just reiterating the synopsis, which is oh really okay, and then and then talking about how like this is a really great, really great and charming, uh, and a little bit sad tale. You'll love it. I'm like yeah, but nobody's actually saying like what they thought actually about it. yeah. So maybe 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 I take it back, Kevin. Maybe what you that wasn't a German thing. It's just a just a thing. I think one oh, of man. one of the lines one of the lines that re- resonated for me was when when um when she he uh, he asked her he goes what are you crazy and then she kind of looked up at him and smiled well she's always smiling but she looked at him and smiled and she said no I'm not crazy I'm just broken and and I was like me too you Memmy me too <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> to me. To me, I was thinking when I thought about it, it was a little bit like it was a little. On one hand, it was a little bit like the uh, importance of a of a life, and I'm not even sure it. Because in a way, I maybe there's multiple ways you can look at it, but think about Umemi and what happened. At the end? But, yeah, yeah. So, you know, spoiler alert, she dies. You already told it. But <laughs> but she, but it's sort of like a person on their deathbed. Anybody. It's sort of like anybody. Uh, like a story from a movie or TV show of a person on their deathbed remembering the life they lived. And then, the, uh, and then kind of people around them not wanting to forget them. The, that and then in the end it's sort of like this per you know the importance of this person and the life they lived yeah and i and then i thought 
and now I'm trying to draw a connection to maybe the whole story in general because she keeps talking a lot throughout the show about why is the world this way and then she kind of comes out at the very end and, and says it why why is everything broken why is everything out here broken when she's looking at the street and the burnt out buildings and everything and i thought well maybe it's maybe it's not so much just about any kind of story about robots and humans necessarily but it's just she's a uh, she's a template or whatever to show sort of like how the protagonist mr customer kind of just didn't care about anything anymore right mm, uh, okay but, yeah but but then at the end he cared about her and i think maybe he maybe he walked away thinking you know having a different mindset because he starts thinking about his past right and then he and then he talks he mentions in one part how he wanted to he's like i just kept listening to her and and trying to remember what the world was like before and uh yeah i don't know i i sort of that's just how i feel about it uh, i think the difficulty of describing it is a bit of a testament of of what you've also read in other reviews too right you just mentioned most people are like, I just liked it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it, it's interesting. Yeah. It's, it's definitely interesting. It's I just, man, a lot of like failed, uh, missed opportunities though. And, and I will, I'll tell you, I don't know if you guys noticed, but there's, there's a few instances of mistakes in the animation. Uh, oh, where, yeah? yeah, where, uh, the, uh, Mr. Customer, he'll like put his hood on. And then it'll flash to a different angle, and he won't have his hood on. And I'm like, oh, okay. Huh. Is is this made by like some a couple of dudes in their garage? Like, what's going on? Um, hmm. So I, I mean, the animation quality is okay. Um, like like I said, there's some mistakes. Uh, there's the music is pretty much non-existent, except for the outro, and then and that was really very, you know, you could probably find that song on uh on fiverr you know f throw 75 bucks and they'll do it for you oh is yeah so a lot of the a lot of the sort of finer points of of the things that we talk about on, on this podcast really it's like if you break it down into its, into its individual pieces it's not very good um mm. and and i think you really have to sort of dig into the story to actually you know, describe something that's enjoyable or relatable. Um, and that's all that put together is kind of, you know, just makes it meh for me. Hmm. That's interesting. I, I mean, I liked it. It didn't, it didn't, it didn't stir, stir up as intensely emotional feelings as like Anohana did. Right. I mean, geez, I mean, the floodgates opened up on that one. That was just <laughs> like, bleh, that was like a, but it could mess. have. That's the thing. It could have. Yeah, but opinion. I. Yeah, I wonder though. It's like I. I still liked it. It was. I mean, it's good. It's like. I don't know, man. Like, and a, a, just to harp on the the story and possible themes and meaning, deeper meanings too. Like, she spends an awful lot of time. 
Like her whole presentation was about mankind, right? That's what her presentation was about, about humans. Yes. About mankind and the, and all the great things mankind did over the years. And like ever since they were cavemen up until they conquered space. And to me, that's that's just more of this idea of like – and then, you know, I don't know. I, I sort of transpose that on to like the end when she's dying, and there's this situation where he's really – she shows her memories. She shows, like, her memories flashing by, right? Sort of like a person on their deathbed. And he sort of... Uh, and there is allusions to a reverence, right? Because she said, she said, I have a gift for my customers. And she tells a little story, and she goes, "That's this is my reverie. Uh, and I'm like... And then at the end, he's really, you know... Feeling a connection with her? Yeah. Like, I, it's as if, like, he's, like, you know, as if this robot's life was very, very important and now. And, you know, it's like, now I see that. And, but I, but I think that just means, like, I, that's what I took away from it. I took away from it, it's like, wow, humanity's, we need to, you know, think about how many humans are still alive in, right now. Like, you know, and this is, you know, all life is precious, blah, 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 kind of stuff. So that, that's, you know, those are just more of the things that I kind of. I can, yeah, I can definitely about. see that. I can definitely see that. Yeah. Kevin, you haven't said anything in a while. Are you drunk on chocolate? No. Are you asleep? No. <laughs> Do you well, just not uh, give a shit? <laughs> well, to change gears a little bit. <laughs> well, I thought maybe you would. I thought maybe Kevin, you wouldn't be like interested. I know this is kind of a thing we've been, been doing a lot of slice of life, but uh, who's who's next after me? Is that you, uh, Scott? Yeah, I am. Okay. Well, uh oh, watch out, Kevin. Uh oh, Kevin, you might have to deal with more <laughs> more slice of life uh -oh. coming. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> but um, uh, there are some interesting things like the little touches, like. About how about how girly Yumemi is, and like she's super like sparkly, and she's got a pretty. I mean, she, you know, she's like a, a waifu kind of thing in a way, where she's got like she's got such an elaborate little outfit, right? And her hair, whatever those are, ribbons are just coming out everywhere. Yeah, I did like her character design. I thought her character design was really nice. Very much customer service oriented. Yeah, well, she was sort of a customer service bot. Yep. She talked, even though she does talk about how she wished uh, she'd be able to cry. But her, but she's a model that she was a basic model, so she couldn't, she couldn't cry like the newer models. Oh. Well, I I didn't have a whole lot to talk about, like specifically about this one. Um, I just wanted to cover. I wanted to make sure to get my ideas about what I thought about the theme out and get your ideas in general. It is a, it is a pretty short thing. I mean, it's pretty simple, short, and it, there's only two main characters, you know, there's the protagonist and then her, and it's a lot of, um, it is dialogue heavy, right? Yeah, uh, it, it, it is that. Yeah, very much, so. very much so dialogue heavy, but no, I thought like, 
Um, I will give them this that they like. It is a, like the sci-fi series, right? So sci-fi usually it's out in the stars, you know, outer space, and they kind of uh, set the focus t uh, towards the stars in a fresh new way in the science fiction realm, with you know, going into a planetarium and being like, look at the stars here. We are, we've got the apocalypse, but I got I got this planetarium. I have some beauty for you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. I guess there's some other little little tidbits that might that might have made the the story feel a little more punchy by knowing about it ahead of time. I don't know. Uh, for instance, there's the fact that there's electricity getting to the apartment building, right? In what they call Sarcophagus City, which it, which was a city, I guess, where they had dumped a bioweapon on it, right? And there was n pretty much no life. and uh, But there was somehow electricity getting to this. I guess they, ex they sort of try to explain that. I read I read on the Wikipedia that, that I don't know why it should matter, but supposedly uh the timing of him discovering the robot was maybe important because they said there's only electricity every it's oh, like yeah. there's only there's only electricity it it actually comes on on a regular basis but then it shuts off for like 5 years five and then it comes on years? and or something like that there but yeah so i and that probably was important to the importance of the themes they're telling us, the viewer, right? I I think that maybe is kind of important. It probably does make the story a little more punchier. The fact that he was seemingly, you know, the right what place I, at the right time. Yeah, and, and they do kind of mention that in the show, but uh, that happenstance that. Like what are that? What are the odds? Kind of thing, I guess. Yeah, I think it, what she she's only uh, turns herself on for a week every year. Mm. That's what I think. That's what it was. She turns herself on for a week every year, and then she also but she also turns herself off from midnight to nine during that week. And so, uh, that that part was kind of neat. That is a good point. It's a bit of a happenstance thing where where they they did meet. And, yeah. but I mean, again, like, right. They, so why, why did this building have electricity? Uh, they didn't, they didn't go over that. They just kind of glossed over it. Uh, you know, this guy is pretty handy. I mean, he fixed, uh, the projector, the star projector yeah. system. Mm -hmm. So, well, you know, if he really did care that much about this project and all that stuff, why didn't he, you know search around and try to figure out why the electricity was on for he, so long. Why didn't he, like, follow the line? <laughs> yeah. Do you you like, know, there's hmm. so many cooler things that could have been done. Here's the fuse box, and here's a cable coming out of it. I wonder where this leads to. Yeah, so you could, maybe he could turn it back on. Obviously, she's there, and she, I mean, she likes serving humans, but, you know, that's her, she's a fucking robot after all, right? And that's where she, that's what she knows. Yeah. Uh, and so why not create a small little sanctuary in this sarcophagus city that actually is beautiful and may, and continues to be beautiful, you know, and he could, the story could have been about him 
going around and still doing his junker stuff and coming back and checking on her and, you know, maybe even bringing people from the outside to come see the show. Uh, like, a, I don't know, like a... Like other junkers? Yeah, other junkers or even people, you know, and they could have ran with the whole, like, rebuilding of society that was really spurred on by Yubemi and her love for uh, space and serving people. You know, there's a lot of cool stuff that could they could have done, but it, instead it ends up being uh, the robot talking a bunch and then just walking through the city once. And a pretty cool fight scene. That robot was was pretty dope. So, <laughs> yeah, short lived, but that was pretty. That was pretty. Yeah, awesome. that that yeah. was cool. You know, yeah, so they I totally love that. Yeah, the animation for the robot and and how it was like transforming the or like formed the gun or whatever. That all that stuff was really neat. Yeah. So Kevin, uh, you said you watched the first three episodes. Refresh my memory. Where did where did the third episode end? How did that end? Did it end with? Was that the one where she actually gave her presentation yes. after he fixed? Yes. Okay. That's the one. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Then episode at the end of that and beginning of episode four was the whole one where she said she will walk him back to his car. Yeah. There was there was some oh. kind of pre, there was some kind of pretense that she can't reach the database, she can't reach the proper authorities, so therefore her protocol says she's allowed to make her own decision, and <laughs> she wanted to walk him to his car. That's okay. Uh, That's why Kevin doesn't have much to say because before that point, there not much happened. <laughs> well, it, it kind of all culminated uh, at the end. Kind of, yeah. It did really kind of culminate with the whole with. After the fight, she gets blown up, and then there's, well, there's a lot more dialogue, but it's more of, like, really summing stuff up. Too much dialogue, might I add. I, I was literally getting bored when she was, like, on her deathbed soliloquy. Well, there's another thing, uh, just a fun, a fun tidbit. Yeah, I wanted to ask you guys why. So why, why is the... Uh, projector named jenna i don't know and yeah that's a that's any, you got me man <laughs> any guesses do you think it matters you don't well it does obviously because i'm hinting well, at it, it does now it's just it's a fun tidbit so i look uh i came across it on the wikipedia page so uh jenna uh is a manufacturing city in germany Ach, Jena. okay that specializes in uh, precise machinery, making optics and photographic equipment. Uh, and it's actually the home of the Zeiss optics plant who make the Zeiss cameras and the Zeiss lenses. Uh, and, in, and in 1926, it was the first city in the world. Uh, it was the world's first modern planetarium that was built Ooh. by the Zeiss company. Uh, and the Jenna in Planetarian is actually the, the the look of it is actually based off of the Zeiss Universal Mark II Optic Planetarium. How did you find that? Did you Google? It, it, I, it's, or did no, you just know it? It's on. It's in the notes section on the bottom of the Wikipedia ah. page. Uh -huh. I just saw. I just because I was trying to find more information about like I was actually trying to find maybe some quotes from the creator to to maybe try to explain what some of the, you know, why did he write the story? What were themes that he 
intended to be in it and stuff. So I scrolled through the whole page. Didn't find any of that, but I found these tidbits, you know, these little, these little trivia things. But that, so that's about it for me. That's about what I have. Um, unless you guys can think of anything that I'm maybe glossing over or forgot about that might be important about the show. Yeah, I don't know, Kevin? man. Uh, no, Nothing? no. I mean, the, it, look, it, it wasn't so much. Like, it had a few core ideas that it executed, and that's it. Like, there, there wasn't that much to, you know, talk about here, folks. It was a nice little ride, I guess. Yeah, I mean, like I said earlier, to me, to me, the big takeaway was just the themes, but in turn, those are all those are a little bit hard to nail down, right? It seems like, hey, this this show, it's it is a small little thing, a small little piece of uh, slice of life, I guess, but. And it's like, oh, that's okay, because it's all about the story. But then it's like, that's why I brought it up to you too. I'm like, well, what is the story exactly? Yeah, what is what, the story? What are the themes? Because honestly, I felt I had to really think hard and uh, about it. And because the only thing I can come up with is that it's just about again about it's that every life is precious. It's it, it's that hey humanity's precious and and that girl was a reminder to to the protagonist about that because he might maybe he forgot about and maybe you know maybe he got lost in the war and was like everybody else and ignored that but he showed her through the brilliance of the planetarium that hey mankind is is important and special so start acting like it oh, 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 I, well or maybe you're just trying really hard yep i was about to say that <laughs> yeah oh i'm definitely i'm definitely reaching but like because i norm well when i normally watch anime not not for the show but when i watch anime i usually pay attention to like the story and the meanings behind uh well, at least my perceived meaning behind what i'm watching and a lot of times it comes to me right without thinking about it but it, it you know and if i would have watched this show on my own without knowing that we were we were gonna talk about it on the on the podcast i i had i got nothing uh-huh. right and when i after the show i sat down and uh, before i logged into discord and everything to talk to you guys i was like what the hell did i just watch yeah so this again this the visual novel was highly praised it actually did pretty well according to the numbers and everything right um, it, it 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 has fallen out of favoritism a bit, but just due to time, I think, because I think the visual novel was like 2014 or 2015, and then the, the anime, maybe it was even sooner, actually. It was. It's even older than that. Um, it actually is a lot older. Let me just look it up here. I think it goes back to 2004. It was yeah. ten, it's 10 bucks on the Steam marketplace right now, and it oh, has... Okay. It has something like fifteen hundred overwhelmingly positive uh, reviews, which is which is it's weird to me. I don't I, I don't know. I've never gotten into the whole visual novel. Like, why am I going to pay you so much money so that I could watch stills of in you know in words? Mm-hmm. But I guess if you're into that thing, this is one to to not miss. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, 
uh, it originally was released over the internet for Windows in 2004. Oh, shit. Okay. Rated for all ages. And then, of course, over the years, they made adaptations. And, and like you just mentioned, it, it's it's very favorable. People like it. Um, but then, so, but that that's just, I, I know I'm beating a dead horse here. It's like, it's sort of like, well, I want to, it's almost like I want to kind of ask, maybe I will on Analyst just ask well why do you like it is it is it really just like good music and it's pretty to look at which is fine i mean if that's how you feel that's that's cool but like you know what i mean it's is it just like a, i think an attachment to Yumemi and then you felt sad because she died because that that in its own right is a sad thing it is yeah i i it's important i i have to stop myself sometimes Right, and it, not everything that I watch can be Anohana levels, or you know, pick your one of your favorite shows. Right, yeah. not everything has to be the best, yeah. the best, the best. But still, it could be slightly more exciting than this one. But it, it <laughs> like True. I said, it is it it has this like unique little idea. It's not super exciting or awesome, but it has like this nice little twist. Where, where did you ever figure it out, Jeremy? Where does this the ONA? Where does it stand in the timeline? Do you know? It's a well. I didn't confirm it, but I believe it's uh, okay. David Production produced a five-episode ONA. Um, there's a lot of stuff. There's audio dramas. I believe this is literally a recreation of the original visual novel. So it's the original story. The OG. Ah. Okay, yeah. and then after that, they made uh, they had ended up you know because it goes back to two thousand four. They, they ended up porting oh. back then. They had ported it to PlayStation Two and and the PSP and Nintendo Switch then, and then they made um, they made a three what is that three audio dramas that were produced uh, a light novel of short stories set in the world of Planetarian. So. I guess they tried to expand upon it, and they did make that movie that we mentioned, like we were talking about briefly before we started recording. They made a movie that's essentially the original story, but just beefed up. So maybe, you know, so maybe for I don't know, maybe that this feeling of like ah, it's a neat little something, but it could have been more. Maybe that's why they made the movie, and maybe the movie will kind of. Satisfy yeah, that. I, I because I would be uh, I would be interested in watching uh, something that took place after, right? Because he did take the memory chip from her, you know, and she she was like, "Hey, I have a hundred and fifty seconds to live," or something, and then she ended up talking for seven years longer. And I was like, uh, "Your hundred and fifty seconds is up. Let's go next. Come on, buddy. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's time to die, and let's move on." But uh, um. He did take her memory card and and went through the quarantine wall with it. So yeah, I would be. I think it would be interesting to see what happens next. And so if there's like any any more anime that comes after the stuff that happened, it might be kind of cool. It's uh, it, it's extremely brief, but there is actually an after credit scene after at the end of the. After the credits of the oh, last I didn't, episode, I didn't watch that. <laughs> it's ex, it's extremely brief. 
it shows him seemingly dead in a, in a and it's raining and he's just you know in a puddle and these other two and there it shows these jeeps and these other two guys and one's like hey are you alive and sort of rolls him over and he and the guy says something like that and he goes hey are you one of them junkers and he goes no and then it ends he goes i'm a star teller and then it ends like yeah so. no yeah <laughs> it's just it's just reaching too hard man it's reaching too hard. okay well just more more on the surface cry porn stuff like that last scene and i'm sorry kevin i'm not trying to leave you out or anything but uh that last scene that was i know it's not it doesn't have that punch but i'm not i'm not gonna say it's not you know what i mean i, I didn't have the reaction i had to say stuff like in anohana but it was that was kind of sad. She when she when the battery was running out, she acted like that was kind of sad, and that was kind of a very human kind of thing. Like all yeah. of a sudden, all of a sudden she go, all of a sudden her vision like goes, and then she's like looks around. She goes, "Mr. Customer, why can't I see you? Are you still there?" But and it's like <laughs> that's a little like Ugh. just a little, a little bit, a little punch in the gut. Yeah. Just a little bit. Oh, and Kevin. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Poor baby. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, look, look. Um, is there any last words, Kevin? Any last words? I don't feel like you have any uh, to uh, say about it. I, but... I, have, I have some last words. Ooh, okay. To Scott, pick a better one. <laughs> <laughs> well. Okay. Okay. No, pick one. I, uh, pick one that's more interesting to talk about. It doesn't have to be. I, better. I didn't. Uh, yeah, I'm. Oh, I'm picking. Is that a slam against me? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. I see you here. You, well, okay. Well, with that being said, did, have you seen this before you chose it, Jeremy? No, I. Ra- it was a totally random thing. Found okay. it on Analyst. I'll just thought, Oh, that looks cool. Let's watch I'll, it. I'll then do. It. I I like doing that, and that's, I'm doing that this time. I I didn't. I've never seen the one that I, I'm I'm picking. Um, it's called Wise Man's Grandchild. It's an isekai. Ooh, and yay! Isekai it, time, baby. Back to the roots. <laughs> 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 it's an isekai that's a, It's about a a, a a kid that gets reborn in a different world. Oh, really? Kid, yeah, Ooh. weird, right? Uh, on the surface, it looks kind of generic, oh, uh, nice. but interesting at the same time because it's something about he gains a bunch of power by the time he's like 15 and, you know. What's this called again? Kind of wise man's grandchild. Okay. Seems kind of uh, generic, but, you know. Yeah, you know, that's right up my alley. That uh, generic uh, is a guy stuff. That's uh, right. Not, <laughs> not really. Uh-oh. Yeah, not really. Uh-oh. We've uh, you you have awoken something deep inside Kevin. I think so. <laughs> I think so. Because like I, originally, like last week, I was like, huh, I'm gonna pick orange to watch, but I'm kind of feeling like uh, like Kevin, right? Uh, orange is very, very, very much slice of life, and it is very much cry porn. Um, but I was like, hey, I'm kind of over that shit for a bit. So yeah, I looked up I, some... I'm, I'm looking forward to, to the Isekai, honestly. Yeah. Are you? Yeah, I am. It, it, yeah. uh, I hope it won't be too bland. But, uh, you know, some Isekai stuff uh, could be fun. Yeah, it, it was done in 2019, so... 
Mm, not too old. Yeah, fairly new. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, uh, what are those deets? I always forget uh, for the show. So oh. if you're interested. Yeah. Good point. Uh, if you guys wanna wanna give us some feedback, talk to us, tell us how much we suck or how big our peepees are. You can uh, email us at fourhusbandos at gmail dot com. That's four f o u r. And then check out sevennerdlysins.com. Seven is the actual numeral seven. Um, and uh, there's comment. You can comment on the website. Uh, send us an email. I uh, I control the email, so. Listen to all the past shows. This, yes, listen to the past shows. Send us money if you're rich. Uh, you know, maybe send us nudes if you're a woman. Chin, or a uh, man, or whatever. Check out my okay. OnlyFans. Check out my. I don't know. You can't do that anymore. <laughs> OnlyFans is uh, banning oh. nudity. No, no what? nudes, please, 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 no nudes. Wait a second. I thought that. <laughs> I thought that was the freaking point of OnlyFans. <laughs> Not yes, originally. Uh, yes, I also thought that was the point. I was very confused when I heard that <laughs> yeah. message. It's like, what? Yeah, it's like, why would it, you stop like, wanting to make money? It's the same, as, what? <laughs> it's the same as like Pornhub. Pornhub, like, banning nudity. It's like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, apparently, it was it was originally created to be, uh, like, a Patreon, but it, they, it gave the creators a... F- by the porn yeah. industry. Pretty much. <laughs> the thoughts took over. But on, on, uh, oh, it was wow. supposed to be a, f- a free platform, right? Because Patreon does censor stuff. Supposed to be a free platform, and uh, uh, it ended up why. quickly getting a reputation for being. I see. Yeah, a moneymaker for college women. Yep. See, if you if you take away all the rules and and restrictions, it's porn. that's the way that's the way it all goes to it's in the porn. end. It porn all and becomes... violence. <laughs> yep. But mostly porn. All right. But mostly all right. porn. All right. Well, well, having said. All that. I'm uh, gonna go, go ahead and let's just end it a little bit early, but yeah, it was a short. It was a short show. Not as much to talk about. So again, wise man's grand grandpa next week, or well, next grand, show. Grand, wise man's grandchild. Yeah, next show. Wise man's Maybe we should stop lying to people and telling them that it's gonna be next week because right, it's gonna be knows. next week. Believe us. <laughs> just believe us. Believe <laughs> just believe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and I, I, I have a feeling next show is going to be off the hook if uh, if Kevin's reaction has anything to say. Oh about yeah, that. obviously mm. it's going to be. Mwah. All right, okay. All right, until next, until the next show, everyone have a great night. See ya. See ya.